All right. Hi, Margo. Hi, John. I'm okay. Chase. Uh, yeah, I, I'll, I'll be John at the moment. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Hi, John. Okay. Um, we're here with our experimental podcast episode. We don't know what it's called. We don't know what it's going to be about. But we're going to talk anyway because we should talk. Sure. Right? Yes. <laughs> um, and we have a couple topics. Number one, we're going to be talking about our recent trip to L.A. and Harry Potter land. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get into where we've been recently because we've both been traveling. Um, mm-hmm. But let's go ahead and talk some L.A. and talk some Potter. You tell me all about it. Oh, do you want to start with Potter or general L.A.-ness? Let's, let's start with general L.A.-ness, actually. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, um, a bunch of uh, my Bay Area friends and I, some of who John knows as well, took a road trip down to L.A. from San Francisco a few weeks ago. And it was cool for me because I hadn't been to L.A. in a few years. And I'd never really explored the east side. So we were mostly east side. And John drove up from San Diego to meet us. So we had... Uh, a lot of eating <laughs> involved. That was the whole point of the the trip, and it's like so cool to go with people who understand you in that in that sense. <laughs> like, what do you mean understand you? Like, okay, you know, okay. So that day we had the San Gabriel Valley food tour. Yeah, and the goal was to go to five restaurants for like lunch, basically. Right. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people who can't, well, a who can't actually physically handle it, even though a lot of us were tapping out, but we tried. You, just did you ate us all under the table, by the way. Yeah, because you guys <laughs> don't know how to eat. <laughs> no, but we tried. But that said, I feel like a lot of people would be like, how is that a plan? Or like, you need to have more than this on your agenda for the day. And oh, for I us, see. we're like, no, 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 this is the day. And like, we are totally 100% fine having this be every major every major item on our itinerary. And that's like, we're golden. It's just that's food, sweet. food, food. Yeah. And it's like, great. That's the whole point. And a lot of people, I feel like, cannot understand that. Well, I think first you should go with your previous experience of LA because you really didn't mm. have that much, right? Right. Well, I mean, as somebody from Northern California, it's like in my DNA to hate LA. Right. And um, all the times that I had been there, I'd always been like, I hate LA. I hate LA. And as an adult, I think the past couple of times I would concede that there was cool stuff there, but all the shit you have to get through to enjoy the cool stuff is not worth it to me. Um, but now, A, East Side's coming up. A lot of people are moving to LA who don't even drive. What? Yeah. Uber's pretty reasonable down there. I'm like, oh, this is becoming like an option. It's definitely possibly. an option. Everybody I know is trying to move to LA. A lot of people, especially New York people, they're saying LA is great. Right, which is crazy because I still am not quite there. I'm like, it's greater than I had thought it was before. But I'm like, yeah, everyone's moving to LA. And this has been the case for the past few years. And I'm like, I don't, what? <laughs> Once you come back to the trash of New York, you'll really understand. <laughs> you'll be like, oh, well, downtown LA. And like, I should go back to the east side. Uh, the upside <laughs> of the east side is that the food is, is delicious. Oh, yes. It's fantastic. Yeah. As far as I can tell, not super over overpriced yet. It's still, like, East L.A. is still in that gentrification. <laughs> it is getting gentrified, but, like, that, 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 uh, at that point where it's, like, still in the cusp, right, of old and new. So you, you're like, oh, let me, let me see these, like, old eateries that have been here forever that have only recently been discovered by the mainstream that are still pretty cheap. And then you've got, like, the newer cafes, et cetera, coming in, which are, which range. But I guess the rent isn't that bad yet. I don't know. This is just from someone who was there for like five days only. Uh, you guys met up with a lot of L.A. locals, right? Yeah, yeah, we did. Uh, a lot of L.A. Yeah, locals slash transplants, uh, which is always – I think it's always interesting. Yeah, meeting up with locals who spent a lot of time away as well. 
because they have this like extra love for their city. Um, and I think they can convey, you know, what an information that an outsider needs like pretty quickly as opposed to people who've been there the entire lives and like they're just like i don't know <laughs> what this is not helpful at all and uh, what was sort of your, your main question like when i want to i think about moving there uh i'm yeah. like well what's the transportation situation what's the because mm-hmm. that's my main thing and like how do you get around because i actually don't hang on east la that much either i tend to have hung on the west side or even further east when i used to work there do you uh. know what i'm saying so it's like I'm not that super familiar with that specific area with San Gabriel Valley. I mean, basically just Asian food and Asian right, exactly. things. And then, but mm-hmm. you guys had a house in what, Silver Lake, right? In Echo Park. In Echo Park, yeah. Right, because Silver Lake is apparently over now. So. Well, Echo Park is also over, apparently. <laughs> yeah, apparently also. But so we didn't really fine. hang out in that area. Uh, Did you guys? A little bit. A little bit, just because it's convenient from where we were. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like we're talking very broad terms. Okay, well, okay. For you, when was the last time you were in LA uh, before I, this trip? I mean, I'm in LA a lot, but I tend to hang out in Santa Monica because that's where that's my friends right. are. That's right. Why? Yeah, that's so weird to me. All my friends. It's just really about where your friends live. Why do they live there? <laughs> uh, all their jobs are there. Everybody worked for the same company at the time. Oh, I see. And then for maybe half a year, I lived in the city of industry, Roland Heights, where I was working there. But I was working mm-hmm. a lot. But I mean, I did kind of get to the food a lot. But I never really hung out that much, you know. And roll, you know, I hung on rolling heights for food, but I didn't really do that much. And I just, I just hated L.A. I was like, I'm from San Diego. I don't like L.A. Mm, Same very thing. True. You don't like San Francisco. I mean, you don't like L.A. because you're from San Francisco. Exactly. Well, funny you mentioned the San Diego thing because you would think like, oh, SoCal, SoCal, it's okay. But um, I think a lot of San Francisco people and a lot of Hawaii people really like San Diego, kind of like as an exception to the hating SoCal. Right. It's a lot more laid back, right? A lot more chill. Uh, anyway, side note about that. So I was like, oh, interesting that you also would hate L.A. as a San Diegan. But do you think that's typical POV for, uh, from someone from San Diego or is it just you? I mean, I actually really dislike it, especially after being in Taiwan. I, I really dis- oh. I don't like it when people are like, oh, you're from Southern California, and they assume you're from L.A. or Orange County because <laughs> the sort of people so- who go to Taiwan from Orange County are the worst kind of sort of Asians, the worst oh, sort my- of Taiwanese ABCs. Tell me about them. Oh. And I need to specifically be like, no, actually, I'm from San Diego. Like, yo, keep it easy. Like, I'm not like the, o, the, the OC sort of Asian. No disrespect to them. But, you know, they're the fucking worst. <laughs> oh, man. So, like, <laughs> is it just because there are so – because they're very comfortable? Like, there are so many uh, Taiwanese Americans in OC that they can just kind of sp- – have an ego i don't know what are you getting at like, what are you... Uh, I, you know i don't i don't know it's, it's sort of like they tend to be a little bit more faker uh this is broadly broadly speaking uh-huh. um you know and because they are in communities where they dominate it's a little bit right. different for them mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and also in general you know again they're just kind of a little more basic i mean all the <laughs> things you think of orange county is like you got shopping malls you got you know whatever and that's the kind of stuff um, but I mean, for me, the interesting thing is like looking at, you know, do you ever watch like all the videos online with like the 626 boys or they make that song about all the food? Like, they're, no, they're like, wait. Oh, you should. I mean, you don't really I'm, watch man. YouTube stars. You've been gone. Yeah. It's my excuse. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, you've been gone. And so like all of the YouTube stars that talk about food and kind of reclaiming sort of like Asian American cool is from right. that area. Oh, I and see. So they have this great video about all the food there. So I'm really into the food. And all the comedians are also from, like, sort of that area. Um, and so huh. that intrigues me because I'm like, great. All the great food, a lot of Asian-American entertainment, Indian right. entertainment is coming from there. 
But mm-hmm. um, I mean, also to be honest, I don't know that many people specifically from the OC. Mm-hmm. A lot of people I know who moved to LA as transplants also. So uh, yes. I'm also an outsider, but I'm <laughs> I'm comfortable labeling them all. <laughs> totally, you have to like you have to navigate through your life somehow. So yeah. categorizing people is definitely a huge part of that. But <laughs> but with your worldly perspective, I would I would I would just say it's a safe bet that your labels are probably pretty accurate coming from me so how did you I, how did I you like being you. in downtown la like when we were um like we went to japantown in that bar like a sort of like a secret bar like there's kind of like some stuff that we kind of looked at japantown mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have little you ever tokyo been to yeah areas? yeah last time i don't yeah last time i mean yoshinoya does that... <laughs> yoshinoya yeah yeah the uh yeah my my bar from previously was i don't have too many memories of little tokyo from before but uh I guess yeah, it was really cool. I enjoyed it, yeah. And, and our friend's local friend, well, actually transplant right from the Bay Area, mm-hmm. also uh, seemed to know his way around a lot. He lived there, but it really reminds me, just again, of other cities in which I've lived, where you like they're in this certain point in gentrification, where it's like, I don't want to say the perfect point, but I guess for people who like the same things that I like, I'm like that's kind of like the quote unquote perfect point, where it's like that that balance that hasn't been overrun yet by my super high rents are like by, by yuppies or whatever, but enough that it's like worth going to or worth hanging out in. Like, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Did you guys end up taking the subway? I did not. I think, I think when we, oh, when we were at Harry Potter world, I think they took the subway. Oh, tragedy. <laughs> it's okay. I really wanted to. It's yeah, okay. I wanted to too. Cause I wanted to experience it to see if this is a viable alternative. Right. Cause I, you would never think about that in LA. Like, Anything that's not cars, you're like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah. This this exists? This is possible? We should transition to Harry Potter world. That's a great transition. Oh, let's. Let's. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, let's, yeah. So is it what you expected? Well, okay. Let's talk about this. Like, on a, okay. Uh, essentially, you know, I wanted to drive up to see you guys and hang out, mm-hmm. of course, but I really was going up for a Harry Potter world. Oh, I know you did. That's okay. Uh, you know, no just. <laughs> No, not that I don't like you guys, but I was like, okay, if you guys are going to Harry Potter World, I'll drive up. I remember this is like your condition, basically. Yeah. So. And, um, you know, unfortunately, uh, our other <laughs> friends ne- didn't necessarily want to go, but that's fine. You know, uh, they ditched out on us. Um, and, uh-huh. you know, on a scale of one to ten, how big of a Harry Potter fan are you? Uh, I would put myself at a seven, maybe. Seven. Okay. And yourself? I feel about a seven. Okay. Um, with excitement pushing me maybe to an eight, but I, I you know, I'm absolutely, not, I couldn't yeah. win a lot of trivia contests, but I know a lot. <laughs> yeah, enough that when you go to the world, you're like, oh, this is this, that is that, this is so cool to see it in real life or like fake real life. Yeah, and to sort of set the scene, that this is a new Harry Potter world that has opened at Universal Studios, and it opened maybe like in April, and you know, I think that there's one in Orlando, mm-hmm. uh, there's one in Japan. Is that true? Is there? I, I don't I, know. I think there's okay. three, right? Um, I don't know about third one. Okay. And maybe there's one in England. I'm not entirely sure. Like, I don't know a lot about Harry Potter world, but, you know, I, I want to go to one. Um, yes, absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of other lands, but we specifically, we just want to go to Harry Potter world. We didn't care about anything else at Universal Studios. No, nope. <laughs> um, we're like, we're paying $100 for what's maximized. Like, nope, all Harry Potter world. Yeah. Let's spend the entire day there. And we basically did. Well, I, I want you to talk about your expectations heading in because you're pretty gun ho because like you're pretty oh, yeah. motivated. You're like I'm getting I'm getting the wands. Like tell me more about <laughs> your sort of heading in Harry Potter process. Oh my gosh. Okay, so 
I think when you read the books or when you when you watch the movies, like you you know, you're in this wizarding wizarding world. It doesn't matter how old you are. Like who doesn't want to be magical, right? Who doesn't want superpowers essentially, right? So um, so when you go to Harry Potter world, you have you know these things that you can blow your money on, which you know make you feel as if you're in that world as much as possible. So one of those things is a wand, um, and there's different levels of wands, of course. So you can have a pretty basic wand, which doesn't do anything. It's like a piece of plastic, but it looks cool anyway. Or you can have the interactive wand, which is an extra, I don't know, 10, 20 bucks, something like that, uh, in which you can point it at certain displays that you see in Harry Potter world, and then it will... Supposed to say a certain incantation while waving the wand, <laughs> and then the shit like moves basically. So I almost got one, and then I was like looking at the price. I was like, "Do I really? Am I going to use this piece of plastic after?" Today? How, how much were these wands? Uh, I think minimum was forty bucks, and I yeah. think the interactive ones were more. Yeah. And they had a ton of them. They had a whole wand shop, and I was taking the quiz on Pottermore.com. Like, what's your what's your wand? And my wand looks pretty crappy, actually. <laughs> so I was like, this really looks like a twig. I'm not going to buy this. Because you can have the, the, the evil wands, the Voldemort wands. Like, some of them look pretty badass. All of them, them look, look great. I mean, a yeah, lot okay. of the sort and of you're, the, very the true, real ones. Very true. And the boxes are, you know, it's like, oh, I'm going to revere this and put this, like, on my mantle or, like, my safety deposit box or something like that. It's a like, really good job with the packaging. Um, but in terms of the interactive wand stuff, A... It's always going to be crowded around there. So if you want to wait to wave your wand and stuff, that's a time suck. And B, we realized that we could just follow little Children. kids around <laughs> with the wands without being that creepy <laughs> and just see what they did and see what happened. And it totally was fine because you see what happens. And if you're a kid, it looks really cool. But as an adult, you're like, oh, cool, I guess. Like, for example, you point the wand at a a cauldron display inside the window and then the huge big wooden spoon inside the cauldron like stirs itself. You're like, okay. Yeah, it wasn't it really wasn't very thrilling. No, no. Again, for a little kid, yes. But Do you really uh, think it's thrilling for the little kid? I should hope so. I mean <laughs> as the parent who bought the one, I'd be like, you'd better be amused by you better this. use this while you can. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but to have the wand, I definitely would be waving it in everyone's face the rest of the day, no matter where I was in LA. Which is, <laughs> oh, right. You just carry it for that one day. Yeah, for sure. And then afterward, like lose it and be like, what is this? Why did I spend money on this? Uh, that said, you can buy a robe. I mean, you can buy it endless. You could, there's like the ties, you can buy the, the Quidditch shirts, basically like uniforms, backpacks. But, but, but the thing is that, you know, a lot of people going to Harry Potter world, they weren't dressed up. Like they weren't really into character. They weren't, they weren't really into anything. Right. Surprisingly, no. Only yeah. a couple of people. I was a bit surprised about that, but I would say, I would say those people are probably trying to like go through the entire park that whole day. Right. right. <laughs> would you say so? I mean, yeah, they're just tourists. Like they're not really here to enjoy. Um, the unlike world. us. Is that what yeah. I mean, I really wanted sort of. I mean, let's let's you know the thing is, Harry Potter world to be honest is very small. It's like two it streets. But we were there for like three or four hours. That's because we wanted to see everything. But, yes, you know, for the most true. part, it's like, you know, I wanted to be immersed in the Harry Potter world experience. But what you're mm-hmm. really doing is taking a stroll down one of the streets in Harry Potter, which is Hogsmeade, right? Is Hog- I don't right. know if Hogsmeade is the village or I don't know what it is. In the oh, it's, it's the town. It's the but town. Actually, this is a 
something too important of note to Harry Potter fans out there. There's no Diagon nope. Alley nope. in the Universal Studios HP world, nope. but there is one in Orlando, and that was shocking to yeah. me. <laughs> like not everything. It's not like you're seeing everything. You're seeing one street. Pretty much. So yeah, it's about two blocks, but you can definitely spend a lot of time there because there's two or three rides. Uh, the different like eating halls and kind of bars and pubs, all the shops. So, if you're a diehard fan, I, th- I think you can get a lot of it out, out of it. <clears throat> you can get a lot of swag. You can buy a lot of things. Basically. Oh yeah, yeah. Basically, anything you want to buy, that's what that's what you're there for. Yes. Oh, the butter beer. Oh, the butter beer. Great call. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> there were two kinds. Yes. That let's was... give the review. Give me the review on the butter beer. Oh me? Well, do you want to go first? Um. I think you should because I actually don't remember. Oh, you don't? It was all a blur. I <laughs> yeah. see. It was all it's, a blur. It's too much sugar. I, let me tell you about the butterbeer. Well, A, this is the first thought of my mind as um, an adult who may drink a lot. There's no alcoholic butterbeer option, which is, sounds absolutely insane to me because when you're in Harry Potter world, here was something I didn't know. I was watching people walk around with like tall boys of like Negra Modelo, and I thought they had just snuck them in. Oh, right. And I was like, what the hell? The trashy people. <laughs> and then I walked by one of the snack stands, and I was like, oh, they have a bunch of tall boys on ice for the adults. I'm like, why can't they just have an alcoholic butterbeer option? People would kill for it. So, A, think about that, Universal Studios, because um, you're totally listening to this. Or if you're really into it, you could, I'm sure you can sneak in like the, your little bottles of booze. I would suggest maybe a neutral, like a vodka or a vanilla vodka or like um, a kind of butterscotch. Are you butter- pairing co- alcohols with the butterbeer? Right oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So like you could do a butterscotch schnapps, but that might be overkill because the butterbeer is very, very butterscotch sweet. Butterscotch on butterscotch, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That might be a bit much, but a good camouflage. So yeah. <laughs> Spike the drink. So there's two kinds. The, the regular butterbeer, um, which is what you'd expect is pretty good for what it is and the frozen butter beer is supposed to be the better one same cost really nice texture to it a finer finer bubbles i suppose and you can get it in a souvenir mug if you want for four dollars more it's like 10 bucks for butter beer 14 bucks for the souvenir glass kind of a lot but you know what like it's is so sweet like we couldn't finish ours <laughs> which one did we like better do we want the frozen one or did we want oh the, i think um, it was normal. like I think you once you had too much of one, you just wanted the other one. Okay, so you got to get both. I would get both. And they like, weren't expensive. Could... Well, ten bucks for a pint, I guess, for an amusement park. Yeah, that's, that's you know not I too feel like bad. That was not too bad. Right? I, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, and by the time we we got into line for the Hippogriff roller coaster with the mm, drinks, I want to talk about that. Yes, we shall talk about that. Yeah. And the uh, attendant was like, "Okay, you can have your drinks, but you have to get rid of them by the time you get to the platform." We're like no problem. We got to the platform. We still had our drinks left, and like no question, no hesitation. We just threw them. We just threw them away. Yeah, we it's like, too much. You don't want it at all. Too much. And I think we hadn't eaten anything that day too, so it was just sugar, like butterscotch sugar fueling the day. It was crazy for a bit, and then we got onto the hippogriff ride. John, take there's, it away. There's two rides there. Okay, there's one which is inside the castle, which is legitimately a very cool structure, uh, the castle. Uh-huh. And that's like the big ride. But then there's a side ride, which is the Hippogriff Flight or Flight of the Hippogriff, which mm-hmm. sounds really great because you're like, this is awesome. It's a smaller roller coaster. And it wasn't a huge wait for us. But, mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, you know, we, we wait for this ride and we get on it. And it's it's pretty, pretty bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
is, is what now I want to say. Now you admit it. Okay. No, I mean, it's so funny because while we're on it, Margot's just laughing the whole time because the people ahead of us and behind us, they're screaming for joy and fear. Or I don't know what they're doing. But, you know, this ride literally lasts maybe maybe like 40 seconds. There's a decline of maybe like, you know, 15 degrees. Like there's no thrills at all. It wasn't that good. Yeah. I've had more fun on some big escalators, you know, fear. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is like nothing. That's why I was laughing because I was I was laughing at everyone, which is mean of me. Yeah. But I was just like, I don't get it. This is like the lamest ride I've been on in my life. And yeah. when people are like, ah. <laughs> um, yeah. Don't, don't go. On, I'm basically don't go on that one. I mean, if you're there, just go. But don't. don't I mean, I kind of not. But for a 10 minute wait. Yeah, not of course. So bad. 10 minutes is. Fine. I mean, we had to do everything. But if you're in exactly. a rush, don't do it. Um, but we do highly recommend the other ride. Which, oh my god! I don't know what it great. is. Is it like the Dementor ride? I'm not entirely sure. I don't sure know the called. name of it. We're terrible yeah. fans. It's a really <laughs> long. It's a really long line. But you go singles. That's my tip. Yes, because if you're in regular line, it's a 75 minute wait minimum. Yes. But if you go as a singles rider, like you're cool to not be in the same car as your friends. And it doesn't on matter. The ride. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter because you're in your own little pod anyway yeah you, you should definitely go singles because riding with your friends is irrelevant it is totally irrelevant yeah. and uh, the singles line is maybe 10 minutes long yeah exactly. totally worth it and after this after having only waited 10 minutes i like loved the ride i had a smile on my face the entire time <laughs> yeah talk to me about the ride itself because it was really a high point i loved it oh my gosh so like you well i mean there were a couple of points in the ride when i was kind of scared i have to admit and this is me coming off of laughing at everyone on the hippogriff ride and then going to this ride and had like being genuinely scared at a couple of points because um okay so you're going through like the dark forest or whatever and there's like giant trees swinging at you and it's great i mean the set is great and i really thought like oh holy crap if this thing breaks like we will be crushed to death under this gigantic tree branch this gigantic foam tree branch probably was it for it looks so i mean real. i don't know what it was but it <laughs> probably wasn't a tree you know like it's probably light <laughs> i hope so but it looked very weighty it looked dead, it did. yeah so there was that um you're like you're playing in a quidditch match you're fighting dementors like it's I think, like, really well done. Uh, so I, I said that's the highlight of Harry Potter World, for sure. It's like a combination. They call it a 4D ride, right? It's like a combination of real things and then also a lot of screen stuff. Yeah, so I guess it's a combination of, like, if you're if you're at Epcot Center or, um, or like, it's a small world ride at Disneyland, it's like you're sitting in your pod. It should be, you're basically, like, kind of scroll. You're rolling along slowly looking at scenery, but this is, like, the 21st century version where... There's a lot of twists and turns and, like, yes, surround and sound and IMAX kind of shit happening. So you really do feel like you are, you know, flying or falling or or whatever. When in reality, you're probably not taking up that much space at all for the whole ride. Uh, but, yeah, it was, it was great. It was a magical I, time. It was a magical time. I'm glad you enjoyed it as well. But here's the thing. Would you go back? To Harry Potter World? Yeah. I feel like I had my fill. Would you go to a different Harry Potter World? Um, you know what? I'm kind of, if I were in Orlando, I might want to see Diagon Alley. <laughs> sure. Of course. Of course. But I wouldn't spend the whole day there. I, that would be when I'm in more normal tourist mode and I want to want to see the other, other parts of Universal as well. Uh, would you go back? Uh, well, here's the thing. I have some improvements for Harry Potter oh, World. Oh, I see. I, I have a lot of improvements, you know. Excellent. Yeah. And I think this is stuff I think we discussed while we're there because while you're there, there's not, there's not a lot of, um. There's no interaction with people. There's no greeting, and that really bothered me. Oh, there's no right. music. The music Holy... really bothered me. There's no music. Wasn't there music? I mean, but it there was. Like, was muffled. 
but it's like there's you know there's Harry Potter doesn't have a good theme song, and while we're driving <laughs> up there, you're playing the Harry Potter soundtrack. Oh, yeah, it's not like Disney trying. World where there's there's no lyrics. There's nothing to like say to people. You're not like you're not really necessarily happy there. There's no sort of grieving for other wizards. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's sort of like this. It doesn't really feel like you're hanging out with your fellow wizards. <laughs> That's you know? true. Which is the uh, feeling I want. I think uh, the staff. I think they're supposed to make it a lot more wizardy for you. But I think they're probably overwhelmed by the sheer number of people. And uh, you're right, only maybe one or two people really seemed in character. They were definitely not in character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? I totally forgot that we should discuss. We should talk about the Harry Potter fashion oh, of the employees because yeah. they look terrible. It really bothered you. <laughs> it really bothered me. Yeah. So talk. Describe the Harry Potter fashion. <laughs> uh, what I say? It's kind of like pe- peasant chic without the chic. <laughs> so really, just peasant. <laughs> You know, but really bad material, you know, like these these terrible hats that were sort of like you think maybe like elves or gnomes might wear, but square versus triangle. Yes. And floppy. A, yes. Yeah, floppy for sure. Uh, it's weird. And, and I don't recall that this was sort of the fashion statement from the movies. But, you know, what you're looking at, you're not looking at the wizards. You're looking at the people who are working behind the scenes. So in that case, right. it's accurate to the movie. But. Um, you know, Harry Potter world is also, I mean, at least, you know, this part of it is totally devoid of the characters that we know and love. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no Harry. There's no Ron. There's no Hermione. There's nobody. Uh, All oh, you're, looking, you... you're looking at the staff. Yeah. <laughs> the staff of, like, at the candy shop or yeah. the joke store. Yeah. Um, would you have liked that to be more of, like, a Disney-ish thing where there's someone playing Hermione, like a real person or, like, a or like a costume, like a, a fake head and would you prefer that? Uh, I don't. I don't think I need them to play them necessarily, but I. I think I just need better costuming. Yes, like here's yeah. When once John brought that up, and I was trying not to laugh again. This is my. I'm a terrible person. I'd laugh at everyone, everything. But um, my biggest thing would be like, oh, if you're a huge Harry Potter fan, I'm sure if you're in L.A. or Orlando, it might cross your mind like, hey, let me work at Harry Potter World. This would be yeah. so great. And then you work there, you're like, sweet, I can live my dreams, and you have this. T- ugly uniform like what do you do you don't want i mean you can walk out on the street like that <laughs> like i gotta go to work no time to change at work i gotta like hop on the subway or and here's the other thing like, this didn't bother me but it really i think you know in the movies of course the people in the background they're elves they're like they're kind of diverse a little mm-hmm. bit but in real life it's very diverse right yes i mean that's you know the staff of harry potter world is like you know there's there's, there's of course there's diverse all around but it's like there's less white people right <laughs> It's like, oh, well, what's happening here? Suddenly, you know, the, the demographic changes entirely from the movie background, right? When Harry Potter is in L.A., yeah. there's a bit more racial diversity exactly. happening. And I'm like, okay, this is very strange. Uh, in a good way, but not really, because I was like, uh, they didn't reflect this in the movies whatsoever. Um, they, they did their best. Oh, know. my gosh. Well, going back to the uniforms, another part of the uniform that did bother me, the hats number one, they all were wearing these sort of neck cowls, like mm. neckties. They kind of were like thick crocheted neck cowls. And the thing is, like, when you go, when you went from shop to shop, there were different uniforms, but they were just variations on the same thing. So it was like, oh, same ugly hat, same ugly neck cowl, but different color or, like, different size yarn or something. And it was just like, man, you got to, like, step it up a it's little bit. It's very drab. It's very drab. Yeah, like, I would be sad if I had to wear that all day. Let's not work there. 
it's not worked there yet. <laughs> second advice. Um, did you want to talk about the sight lines as well, John? Or... Oh my! <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> I, I wrote it down, so I see it on my list. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, this is kind of a tangent, but you know, before I went to Harry Potter World, I did a lot of research, <laughs> and I found this blog of this guy who um, he he's he wrote this very long diatribe against sight lines at Harry Potter World, because you know, in, in Disneyland they do kind of do a good job, sort of blocking out the outside world. You know, they have the Matterhorn, they plant trees, so they're very strategic about what you're seeing outside. You know, mm-hmm. um, and although some people will complain about Disneyland sightlines. Like, I'm in Tomorrow World, but I can't see Frontierland. Like, give me a break. You know, it's getting a little crazy. But in Harry <laughs> Potter World, what happens is Universal Studios is right essentially in an industrial park. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you can <laughs> right. look past the mountain or past the buildings of Harry Potter World and just see, like, here's a normal, you know, rectangular modern building. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if that would bother us. And apparently, after I, you know, talked about this with you, it did bother you a little bit. It did. When I you talked to me about it, I was like, oh, my God, people are crazy. What yeah. are they talking about? And then once we actually saw, like, this boring, ugly office building coming off the hippogriff, or we were like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Fantasy world shattered. It really does make a difference. <laughs> and, and there's at one point where if you're waiting in line at the hippogriff thing, you can climb sort of through the little barrier and get to the parking lot. Yeah, I, <laughs> you could. It's like, okay, this is, this is a little too close. You're like, I'm not going to wait in line anymore. See ya. But yeah, yeah, that's a little bit too, um, yeah. uh, It was disturbing, I will say. Yeah, I I just think the the magical wizarding world of Harry Potter needs a little more magic. It does need a little more magic. It is hopefully growing pains. But uh, so one of the staffers said, and who knows if this is true or not, um, if there's enough demand or talk, there's a possibility the Diagon Alley will arrive at the L.A., Harry Potter World, who knows? I don't know if there's space for it. I hope so. Um, oh, is it worth to talk about the password <laughs> for the, the password. ride? Oh, Twitter. right, right. Or is Twitter that pa- password? I've never uh, heard about that before. We didn't get the password. I tried to flirt with the guy, and you didn't help at all. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not help at all. Yeah, but... you, weren't, you weren't helpful at flirting with him. <laughs> I didn't uh, realize like, what, what was happening. <laughs> <laughs> I did my flirting best. You yeah, you not, flirted with helping. the Hello Kitty guy. Yeah. To, to get information. <laughs> uh, my little elf, as I like to think of him. Oh, he was but, adorable. Yeah, he was adorable. Uh, this guy's dream was to work at Sanrio Land, and that's essentially my dream also, to visit Sanrio oh. Land. Oh. Um, if he was my friend, I would get him or make him like um, like a Harry Potter Hello Kitty thing. Here's the thing. I also think the password, it probably would not have been exciting, like an actual spell name. They would have been like, oh, it's like cheese or something. Just, I think <laughs> that just goes with it. Like they're not, they're not trying to incorporate you into the whole Harry world. You know, they, you know, like I didn't learn any spell names. I didn't like. I just didn't learn a lot of stuff when I was there. Man, man, critic, uh, theme park critic. I think that you should totally. That's uh, you should do this, John. Thank I think you. this is you have a lot of constructive feedback. I, I've been to a lot of theme parks recently. So. <laughs> that's right. I think that's the thing. Out if you're from SoCal, it's just a thing. It's a normal part of your life. Like, yeah, you just go there a lot. Whether you, even if you don't super love them, it's just a thing to do, and you. It's normal to have a season pass or something. Yeah, I agree. I am not a season pass holder of SeaWorld and Disney. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, see, no joke. <laughs> um, okay, well, let's talk about this. Before we went into Harry Potter World, we scrambled on our phones to take the quizzes on Pottermore as to what house uh, to which we belonged. And <laughs> I was Ravenclaw. I was very happy about that. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was Gryffindor. 
Wow. <laughs> Oops, I just stole your, your hat. You're trying to steal I my house. It's a subconscious desire. <laughs> what color What color were you? Uh, Gryffindor is like red. And I was wearing Gryffindor socks that day at Harry Potter. Thank you. I brought all my socks just in case. Yeah, you came prepared. A little bit. But it was like a secret. Like no one else knew I was wearing the socks. Just me. And people... The quiz is pretty interesting. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's very abstract. Let's talk about this quiz. <laughs> it's like, are you into day or night? <laughs> you know, uh, it's, it's pretty strange. It was. It was like, what is... A multiple choice, like, what is your greatest fear? And some yeah. of the answers were, like, pretty deep for kids. Like, yeah. what, being isolated was, like, one of them. Like, being alone. <laughs> it, it's pretty yeah, It's pretty dark. Um, but I really liked it. It's so smart because everybody takes this quiz and then, you, you know, you, you get to align yourself with the house, which is all you want, right? Because there's no sorting hat. Right. Oh, so, God. Which is disappointing. Yes, Very thank disappointing. you. So you take this quiz. And I couldn't believe that this was the official venue from which you find out, you know, or the, the official avenue where you find out exactly what it is that you mm-hmm. are. Because I'm like, there's got to be a sorting hat. Thank you. There's Definitely. Not. That should be a ride. Like, basically, like, go to the sorting hat. Ugh. So, but I'm happy with the Gryffindor. You got Ravenclaw. I am Ravenclaw. I'm not happy because I didn't like the colors of Ravenclaw. Don't like that electric blue. I don't like blue. Um, you want to? What is the house you want to be? I want to. I mean, I kind of want to be anything, but but maybe Slytherin. I mean, oh I feel my like God. I wanted to be Slytherin. Evil. But I don't like green. I know I wanted to be evil, but I knew I wasn't. But what's funny is nobody wanted to be Hufflepuff <laughs> because I guess Hufflepuffs are like innocent and sweet and naive. Kind of like ditzy. Yeah. I didn't know that, and I was like, okay, but I like yellow. So I, I, I part of me was like, I wish I was Hufflepuff. What? Oh, Sanrio Man was Hufflepuff, and he's so and he's happy and cute. proud to be Hufflepuff. It he's so the epitome cute. of Hufflepuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, now we know what homes we are. You know, we bought the swag. I bought a pin. You you bought. I got journals. a keychain key with key a chain. tie, Gryffindor yeah. tie, and a journal. Yes, Gryffindor journal. Yeah. You got it all. Got it all. Yeah, controlled myself at the gift shop. Would have been insane <laughs> otherwise. Yeah, bring money. If you go to Harry Potter World, bring money. Oh, for sure. Oh, we can talk about the food. It's okay. <laughs> food is pretty oh, good. It was okay. Reasonably it was priced. Okay. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's reasonably priced. And it's okay because we lived in England and we were like, yeah. this food is not bad. It's not bad for, for British food. <laughs> you know, speaking of, I've been having British food more recently. I mean, not more, but like I had think another time I had a meat pie or something. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, you restarted, you jumpstarted my, my English food kick. Oh, yeah. I go in waves uh, all the time. Yeah. Um, okay, do you have anything else about Harry Potter? Oh, no, there's fake snow. I don't know if you, I didn't think I was like, is it more magical to be wintertime? I don't know. That's it. I'll stop there. There's fake snow on the buildings. Yes, it was like wintertime. Harry Potter world is permanent winter, which is strange to me because you're in LA and it's like hot. But I guess I was like, oh, do they do it on purpose? Because they want it to be as different as possible. With, I liked it because otherwise it would have just been a lot of brown buildings. True, true. Okay, yes. I was neutral. I was just wondering about it. <laughs> so. You wanted more of like seasonal changes. Or like you just... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I have to think about this more. There's a lot to think about for Harry Potter World. <laughs> I mean, we just talked about it for like almost an hour. I mean, yeah, we so. just did an entire podcast about Harry Potter. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Well, let me check the audio and I'll be back. Okay. Perfect. I'm glad we went. Let's make plans to visit all the Harry Potters. Yes. Oh, you know what I did want to talk about? I want to talk about Lenny's leadership in LA. Oh, yeah! That was really good. That was like really good. That was good. a 
which is yeah we totally sidebar about that it's really great i mean i guess i always call it like someone somebody becomes like the cruise director. <laughs> that's the you know they just handle the, shit you're like i'm just gonna follow the cruise you. director that is amazing and I love it. I love it when people do that. I mean, there's times when I've had to do it, but it's, it's much more fun when somebody else. But I feel like I knew that was right. going to happen from the get go, but I think I was like, oh, it's like a chicken or egg question. Is it because I expected it to happen that I just sat back from the get, like from before we even went on the trip, or like whatever, yeah. trip leader? Because like when you guys take a trip like this, basically what you guys, you know, like you know, our our friend Lanny was just in charge. She Absolutely, took care of and she was fine with it. She's like, we're going here, 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 and here. But what was interesting to me is because you said. You're like, oh, because she's an only child. <laughs> I feel like, like we, have to we do always bring this up. I feel like it always comes up, yeah. but like because she acts a certain she acts a certain way because she's an only child. I think because pretty much all of us in this sort of uh, are overlapping circles of friends. Almost none of us are only children, yeah. so I think it's it's very easy okay, so to you, say like, oh, Lanley's like this because she's an only child. Yeah, that, I think you guys are attributing a lot of things to her only childness, but. I know I know a few only children, but they, I'm like none oh, of them really? plan like this. <laughs> yeah, so there's could be things that she Lanley is doing that really has nothing to do with her only you know childness. That's why I was very curious. I'm like, oh, you know, originally I just went with it. I'm like, oh yeah, she's an only child. That makes sense. And I was like, wait, what? Like this just means she plans things by herself. All I think the time? part of it. I mean, true. A, she probably just has natural leadership skills and organizational skills. I mean, she's an event planner for she a does. living, right? So that right. is probably a lot of it. Um, but I think some things that Mike says living with her just it's like kind of a joke but he's like oh she's a label maker like she likes to label things as her own <laughs> mm. and you're like that's <laughs> kind of like mine stuff. mine or like she has to do what I have to do well I think the the good thing with her though is that she does take a lot of leadership in saying we should do this xyz but I feel like she's not she's not a brat about it as you would expect a lot of only children to be like my way or the highway it's just like, okay, we're doing this. I mean, you wouldn't and know. I think all the rest of us children. are like used to a lot of compromise and whatever because we have siblings. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, but she did emerge as the cruise director like pre-trip. You know, we had a lot of emails going on about um, – but again, even with the emails, she was still the cruise director for the emails. Like she was the one that gave the most information about different links, uh, about talking to uh, – LA friends beforehand about where we, we should go to eat, blah, blah, blah. Like everything. I planned nothing. Like, <laughs> how, how often are you oh, in planning that role nothing? where you're doing? Well, yeah. This coming, Probably okay. Not a lot. Uh, I travel by myself most of the time. So exactly. obviously, then I have, <laughs> I have to take charge because there's no one but me. So I can. That's the thing. Like right. I can do it. Um, I mean, I have things, I do have desires and <laughs> I have things that I like and I don't like, but that said, I'm also pretty easygoing. Um, and I think when it comes to, because uh, for, for LA in particular, because I hadn't been in so long, it was like my bar for being amused was very low. So it was like, I could do anything and be like, wow, this is so cool because I, <laughs> like, I've never been to the East side before. So this restaurant, this cafe is like awesome, you know, uh, I'm getting a, I'm going on a tangent here. So, so for me, that was so in a group. So yeah, so in a, in groups, I tend to not be the leader unless I have to be, like weighing the different personalities in the situation. And again, this I go. Okay, so I'm Libra. I don't know if I'm contributing this too much to my sign, but it's like because I want to keep the situation balanced. Like if there aren't enough strong personalities emerging or leadership, then I will do mm -hmm. that. Like I will become the stronger personality. But if there are already um, people in those roles, like I'll just step back 
and you just fall yeah, right absolutely. Into line <laughs> with the rest of yep. us peons. We're like, I okay, will follow yeah, orders. Yeah, whatever you want. It's great though. It really, you know, it makes it's really it lovely. easy. I mean, it's like, and it helps that we, if you get along, obviously, because <laughs> like if you didn't like a person, you're like, why are you telling us what to do? But in this case, it was like, okay, we trust your taste. Um, you know, whatever. So it's it works out. It works out. And uh, how about you? Yours? Oh, John, I feel like you're you end up being the cruise director, but but reluctantly lot, yeah. so. Yes. No. Not reluctantly. I mean, I do like to do what I like to do. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sort of like seeing it functioning, I mean, I think a lot of times I end up being cruise director because I just will do the research and kind of plan this stuff uh-huh. beforehand. But it's very relaxing to not be the it's cruise director. It's very what? Sorry. And to sort of, it's very relaxing to not be the cruise yeah. director. You just kind of like, like, yeah, cool. Like, I'll see you there. I'll do this. Like, just kind of mm-hmm. go with it. And I guess I haven't done that in a while on a trip because in Taiwan, generally speaking, I feel like I had to be part of the planning yes. process. Um, and when I travel with sort of my group of friends, we don't tend to everyone tends to do their own thing there's no cruise director like i would never be like this person's a cruise director in the same way that landley took the reins because we're like too, we, we kind of argue too oh much. so like you know would you saying? be mm-hmm. whereas you guys really fell into yeah i rate. thought we had a good dynamic going on um yeah. which is cool because you don't know yeah like i said you don't always have that so like for your group of friends i'm like who are these people because you also are all over the place i'm like who are your right your, your core friends mystery, um yeah. Would you be able to go on a road trip? Would you even go on a road trip together? Or would that be like, hell no, that's not going to work? Oh, definitely. I mean, okay. I love road trips. But in yeah. terms of like organizing yeah. what to do, whatever, whatever, like if people argue, like how would you? And A lot of times people are skeptical that I can plan big things <laughs> oh, because man. I generally don't. But out of like my, 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 my trips that I have planned, they're always big. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll take care of the house. I'll take care of the groceries. I'll take care of coming and going. I print out directions. Like – I'm very organized. Just people don't believe it until they see <laughs> Why it. Why do you think this is? So John? very group of, because they have this idea that like I'm just you know they they think that I just hang out by myself and don't care about anybody else, <laughs> which is true. But when I need to step up, I'm very oh. organized. You know, like 20 people living here, 20 people living there. Like logistics, mm-hmm. I like it. Well, yeah, it's true. You are a fan you know. of like the spreadsheets, so. I'm I'm a huge. That's fan true. Of the that's true. I yeah. think that's all you need to say, and then no yeah. one can argue with that. Yeah. So I, I was really, imp- I was very sort of pleasantly sort of, I was like, this trip is just, feels very natural. This is how I would do with my friends, but I just get cool. to Cool. Oh, yeah. You got to sit back and yeah. relax and observe. <laughs> exactly. Oh, fascinating for you, I hope. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to worry about expenses. It was oh, great. Oh, yeah. You know, usually we, we worry about expenses too. It's just like, they just put in the little website and bam, here's my fee. But, I mean, do you want to make a, a, a recommendation for uh, this website? I do, but I forgot what it's called. Terrible name. It's it's called short reckonings. Like what? Like I right. Yeah, which is a terrible name. It's a terrible Uh, name. No, this is a website where you just enter everybody's expenses as you go through events, and at the end, it kicks it out. So it would be like end of the day, person A owes person C thirty dollars. Person C owes somebody else. You know, it breaks it down super nice. You don't have to worry about it. One suggestion that mm-hmm. I would make is that because one of our friends ended up paying for everything up front, uh, what we kind of do is like we kind of like throw in a pool of money oh, first. Ah, interesting. You know what I'm saying? I mean, but I think that's just because sometimes you know it's a bigger group with five six people. It's not mm-hmm. a big deal, but uh, you know with with a bigger group, sometimes you're like, you know, everybody just gives me like two hundred dollars up ah. front, and then when there's extra, then we'll figure it out because uh, that way one person can pay for everything. I see, as we I go. see. Well, you know, yeah, I, I think in this case, oh, I, go ahead. the person who paid for most stuff, I think he wanted to do it because <laughs> I think he yeah, wanted those credit no. card points. So, like, 
I mean, that's he was cool. Happy. Yeah, yeah no. well, again, he just fell into the dynamics. Like he just was fine doing it, and oh, that's why he did it. Wow, I so know. Well, he that's <laughs> totally, totally his plan. <laughs> so, like, oh, I didn't know he's funding his Costco. Absolutely. Oh, actually, that's funny because he is um, uh, a, a leader in his professional life in many capacities. So it's interesting that for the trip, right. aside from taking the initiative to pay for things up front uh, was pretty chill about stuff. But I think part of it too was just the, the newness and like our cruise director just knowing more um, and knowing more people, et cetera. But that was interesting as well. But anyway, yeah, this website, the cool part about it is that instead of saying, okay, yeah, person A owes person B this and per- person B owes person C this and person A owes person C this, it does the math already, so it uses only one transaction. So, for example, because one person paid for a lot of stuff up front, even though, like, all of us took turns paying for different things, so so it would have been like, oh, you owe me this, but I owe you this. In the end, I just owed one person one thing because he ended up paying for most things. So whatever people owed me, whatever I did, that math was taken care of. And then that was the very, very end. So short shortreckonings.com, great website for group for group trips, etc., Shortreckonings.com. Bl- Perfect. We should use that as the name. Shortreckonings, the name that no one can remember. <laughs> We're just Nobody calling it like shortcomings, great. short round. Like, yeah. We're like, what the hell is this thing called? It does go to show that the name doesn't matter. You know, surprisingly, it's, it's surprisingly, and, and the there. fact that it's a website and not an app. But we were still willing yeah, to wi- willing to so hard to um, <laughs> just keep that window open in, in our browser and just update it. And it was and it, there. Yeah, it was smooth sailing from there. All right. So, uh, yeah, big thanks to our cruise director. For sure. For sure.